Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Today we are going to talk about ducks. Ducking. What what in the duck is this? So most people, whenever they put some kind of text message out and they try to use a certain expletive, it gets auto-corrected to duck. And a lot of people say, well, I'm not trying to talk about the animal. Why does why does this obviously autocorrect to this animal? And honestly, it's actually more the verb of ducking something. But based off the fact that we've had these text messages back and forth, we decided it's time to talk about ducks. Yeah, um, I came up with the title today literally based upon it's ducking hot today and it is ducking hot it, today it, well it wasn't actually that ducking hot today it was only about 82 85 i think here in well, texas well it, it honestly depends on where you live yeah. i mean some people could say that it was still ducking hot for a day in october yeah. but uh not too ducking hot if you live say up in the upper part of the united states right well i'm i'm ducking ready for the temperatures to drop if i'm honest oh absolutely yeah. i mean i i've been ducking ready to just kind of cool off yeah. and not have to worry about sweating so much and yeah. say man it is ducking hot outside yeah yeah so i thought you know based upon that siri autocorrect which still hasn't after, I think I've owned iPhones now for six or seven years. It still hasn't learned what I really mean when I say duck. I really mean muck. Um, or it, truck. It, or truck, yeah. 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 Or buck. Buck or suck or luck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't mean duck, though. I never mean duck. Yeah. I don't think there's the, ever been a time I've ever meant duck. The, the crazy thing is, maybe I mean duck. Right. Well, this is the thing. And then, obviously, when I got annoyed with the autocorrect, I thought, ducks. Who knows ducks better than the shepherd? I do know ducks. I do know a little bit about ducks. That is true. Yeah. And... You know, I mean, ducks are very funny, comical creatures. I mean, I don't think they have, a, have had a bad rep in cartoons or stuff. They're these good-natured type animals. Um, but funnily enough, I mean, I think the way they're represented in the most popular cartoons we can think of, whether we think about Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, they're very short-tempered, they're narcissistic. You know, they have a very quick temper to them. And that's not really the nature of ducks at all. Not, the ducks are pretty placid when it comes to dealing with kind of humans and situations. They just want to sit around, swim a little bit, maybe sit in the shade. And I, I don't understand how they, you know, the cartoons got to that point where they represented like Daffy Duck and Donald Duck as basically a-holes, which they were. Well, that they, they were in the cartoons, but like you say, they they were never... They should have never been presented that way. Uh, the reason the reason we're talking about ducks is uh, I, I do have a kind of a knowledge of ducks that most people don't necessarily have. But it, before we get into that, let's talk about that that cartoon aspect of the duck. 
or even in pop culture of how people look at ducks. So you got Daffy Duck, right? And so you have this uh, black feathered duck. Now he was it, naked, right? Yeah, he was he, naked. He, yeah. he was naked. Then, then you have Donald Duck, who's got kind of the the clothes up top, but then yeah. nothing below the quote unquote waist. Even though a duck right. doesn't really have a waist, right? Yeah. And and you could actually get into like Ducktales and Huey, Dewey, and yeah. Louie, and all this, and and kind of the same thing. Uh, so yeah, you've got that mess out there, but for some reason. There was this connotation applied to ducks that there was something a little bit evil, a, a little bit off-kelter, a little bit outside the norm about ducks. When if you took your kid to a pond and you see the ducks out there, those same ducks that in the cartoons had this kind of negative connotation you're sitting there and trying to feed the ducks and you want to get near the ducks. You want to pet a duck. You you want to be around the ducks. So it, it's kind of ironic what we've done with ducks yeah. in, in society today. Now, now, have you noticed, other than uh, Howard the Duck, the Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, it's all D.D., and I kind of wondered why ah. why did they do the names like that? Now, um, well, but, uh, you could say you know Mickey Mouse, yeah, kind of the same Minnie thing. Mouse. Uh, yeah, yeah. On, on the Disney uh -huh. side, uh, uh, that's a rabbit hole we could probably yeah. go down and try and figure out. Is that trying to be kind of simplistic? Yeah. But uh, Daffy Duck, of course, being in Looney Tunes and not yeah. part of Disney, but kind of the same thing. But you also have Bugs Bunny, right? So, it, so, yeah. so you're you're having that. What is it? Alliteration uh -huh. that you just keep that same first consonant in the name. But uh, but then I wondered, like you know, my son was very into Mickey Mouse when he was like two or three, and so I had to watch a lot of the cartoons repeatedly. Sure. I mean, I think I've seen you know every season, every episode, or at least had to hear it so many times. But I wondered why with, like, say, Goofy and Pluto, it wasn't Pluto the dog or, well, nobody knows who Goofy is. I think it was in that Stand By Me movie where they're like, well, well, what yeah. the, who the heck is Goofy? What you the know, heck it, is Goofy, you know? It, not to get too off topic, but yeah. one of the problems that I've always had with Goofy was Goofy was a dog. Yeah. And then Goofy had a son. I don't remember what his son's name really? was. Really? He had a son? Yeah, he did. And then he had Pluto, which was a dog also, but Goofy was kind of a, a humanistic dog. He, he could talk, he could do all this. Pluto couldn't. Right. And then there, there are certain cartoons where yeah. Goofy is sitting there treating mm. Pluto as a dog. It's like, yeah. well, wait a second. Goofy, you're you're a dog too. Wait, what's going on with yeah, this? That, that's it, why, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that, that's why I think there was a little bit of a unsuredness about goofy because well we obviously knew pluto was a dog and acted like a dog right but then you've got goofy who walks upright and wears clothes because pluto was naked as a dog is right and then you've got goofy this big idiot well of course hey like you say 
Pluto was naked as dogs are supposed to be. Right. right? But then you've got all kinds of people that want to put clothes on dogs now. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, now with Donald Duck, I mean, I, I think one of the observations, the repeated observations about Donald Duck is, oh, he doesn't wear pants. He's got clothes up top. But if you look at the size of his ass, I mean, what pants are going to fit? Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not yeah. going to fit. He he would have to have specially tailored clothes yeah, they to would, be able to fit. Yeah. Now, th- there was a... I was looking on Wikipedia, actually, and there was this theory that Donald Duck was very jealous of Mickey Mouse's success and actually mm, wanted okay. to be, you know, the most important person in that right. group. So, so can you imagine going to, like, Disneyland, Disney World, or whatever, and rather than having... Your Mickey Mouse ears. Now you're yeah. wearing a, a duck tail, duck tail, or, tail yeah. or, or a big beak yeah. in front of you, and uh, maybe in today's COVID, it might actually make sense. Right. You know, rather than having a mask, you have a a duck bill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I think the thing with the personality. By, by the way, Disney, yeah. uh, uh, free eight dollars. I think is what we're on right now. So right. eight dollars you charge us yeah. to. Or, sure. or we charge you for the uh, the duck bill mask. Yeah, it, it, that that's all we're. Well, well that, that's the thing. I think you know Mickey Mouse was always so happy go lucky, just very enthusiastic. You think about his character, the at Disney World when he welcomes you, it's like hi, welcome to Disneyland or welcome to Disney World. Donald Duck is just like piss off. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true, and and, like, and that's kind of a you annoying me by literally being here. Yeah, and and I think uh, where we're kind of going with this is my uh, experience with an actual live duck. So right. years ago, for some bizarre reason, I decided to buy a duck. Mm-hmm. And so in uh, the town that I live in, there was a feed store and they had ducklings and we went and bought a duckling that was four or five days old, took it home, sat there every night, held that duck, pet that duck, took really good care of that duck until it was old enough to live in the backyard. Then we put it in our backyard, bought it a kiddie pool, and then it walked around the backyard jumped in the kiddie pool and swam around a little bit, but was such a great pet. And and most people just think about ducks as going to like a local pond and seeing probably mostly wild ducks coming into the pond, swimming around because they realize they're safe. You know, nothing's going to happen to them. But when you actually get to having a duck that kind of attaches to you, you realize what a great animal they could be. Yeah, and uh, one of my favorite quotes, and I heard this over 20 years ago about ducks, and I don't, I, I couldn't actually find the origin of who actually said it, was I find that a duck's opinion of me is largely influenced by whether I am visibly carrying bread. And ducks you know, for being a wild animal on the most part, I mean, they're waterfowl, you know, they do actually attach to humans, you know, very well. Like if you nurture them, like, you know, you nurtured your duck, but 
you know, despite being a little bit suspicious of humans, if humans are carrying food, they kind of bypass that barrier real quick. Oh, sure. And, and I, I know there's several movies that are out there where, you know, you've got a, a guard dog, right? And yeah. so in the movie, there's a guard dog and all of a sudden they throw it a stake or whatever to distract him. And ducks are kind of similar. But even when I had my pet duck and uh, she was great. By the way, her, her name was Ruby. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, you know, th- she was a great animal, but she was so nice to everyone because of the way we nurtured that duck. Yeah. She knew that there was going to be food for her. There was going to be fresh water for her. Uh, we even had a dog at the time. The dog got along with the duck. Ruby would lay eggs all the time and she would come in the house and we would hold her and we would pet her. She would come around and and my friends would show up to the house and she would get up right next to my friends. And most people don't get to interact with an animal like a duck Mm -hmm. like you would a cat or a dog or even a bird or something like that. Obviously, a duck is a bird, but uh, an animal like that. Nobody has a duck, Right. right? Yeah. But... I love the fact that, and of course, one of our uh, podcasts before we talked about HOAs and the rules, but one of the rules in Texas is that an HOA cannot usurp the laws of the state of Texas. And a law in the state of Texas said you can own waterfowl. Right. And that's where I got around that. So yeah. I lived in an HOA and I had a duck Yeah. because I looked that up and I said, this is one of the reasons why I hate my HOA and I'm going to actually go get a duck Yeah. just to do something against the HOA. Right. And then at the end of this, I realized I love this animal. I mean, yeah. it, they're, they're great animals. They eat insects. They're clean uh, they can't control their bowel movements, unfortunately. Right. Now, did you ever have a diaper for your duck? No, I didn't. No. And unfortunately, we found out later on that you could actually yeah. get those. And I looked we, on Amazon. You can actually buy them specifically yeah. for ducks. And, yeah. and, and we wish we would have done that, just like you can actually buy harnesses now, just right. like you have... Uh, <laughs> you know, leashes yeah. for dogs. Right. And of course, you know, you have a dog or you have a cat and they always, you know, you can put a collar on them. That's yeah. simple, right? Wow. And and so we always tried to get some kind of a way that we could put a leash on yeah. the duck and walk it around, but we never could figure that out. Now those exist. So, so we're moving forward, you know, beyond cats and dogs yeah. as pets. And, and I think... Um, it, it always used to confuse me about the term bird brain because it was a very kind of, a, I guess, an insult. Oh, you got a bird right. brain. But birds, you know, are very intelligent. You look at parrots who can, you know, learn language and, you know, learn hundreds of words and actually can use them appropriately. Um, I, I never thought growing up in England of, you know, I, I wasn't really that fond of birds in terms of ever thinking of having one as a pet. But ducks... It was just an animal. I never thought of having it as a pet. Now, in England, in terms of waterfowl, swans, I guess, were the most common 
one or the ones you'd pay most attention to and okay. swans compared to ducks swans are absolute wankers well i mean swans are so much the, bigger I mean, yeah they're aggressive right um and uh, actually when i was in college in england uh, we had a park maybe about a quarter of a mile from where uh the house i lived in my second year college and there was a swan who was a complete asshole right i mean it would literally chase people away and i actually befriended it by feeding it milky way and so oh, it, the candy bar yeah i would sit on the bench and it would come no joke sit on the bench next to me and i'd break off pieces of milky way which you know um i hope none of the animal activists out there telling me it's a bad thing and it could have killed it i didn't know at the time um but yeah i fed it milky way and it would sit next to me and it would lay literally it would lay its neck and its head across my lap but if i was walking with a friend it would try and run him off but to me i mean it would come up and every time like it would see me walking uh down the path and it would swim across the pond and it would come up, I'd go sit on that bench, and it would come and hop on that bench with me. Oh, it's amazing. It, it, and it's kind of funny you talk about the, the bird brain part, right? Yeah. So Ruby, the duck, she was so sweet to everybody. You would come over, and she would always want to come up to you and want you to pick her up and pet her and everything. It was great. But I do remember when one of my kids we were going to have a birthday party for them. And so the wife decided that we were going to get one of those inflatable slides, right. you know, that, that mm-hmm. you plug in and they're the big inflatable slide. Do you hook a water hose up to it? All that good stuff. So these two, what I call kids came over to install this slide in the backyard. So they're probably, I don't know, 18, 19 years old. And they come into the backyard and they un- they start unrolling this slide, and one of the kids looks at the other kid over at Ruby, who's swimming around in the little kiddie pool. Yeah. And they say, look, there's a duck yeah. that just landed in that pool. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm standing out there. I don't say anything. I'm like, eh, you know, they don't know that I've got a duck walking around in my backyard that, you know, that's my pet, right? Yeah. And so the other guy says, oh, well, that's kind of cool. And he starts walking towards the duck. Next thing you know, Ruby rears her wings up and starts chasing this kid. <laughs> and this 19-year-old male man takes off running, screaming, afraid <laughs> of the duck. And I'm saying, Ruby, what are you doing? And I'm running after Ruby, and Ruby is just quacking and just upset at the fact of this kid out there. And I grab a hold of her, and I pick her up. I'm like, Ruby, it's okay. You know, I'm petting her and everything. Other kid, Ruby's totally fine. But she identified that one kid as some kind of a threat. Right. And I don't know what was worse, the fact that my duck did that or this one kid was that afraid of a duck right. in somebody's backyard now do you think especially with you know dogs you know there are people who say they're dog people cat people that humans give off certain pheromones obviously for various reasons sure and you know it's a whole mix of different chemicals 
And I think animals pick up and read those different elements and those chemicals very well. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you remember um, back in the days before the internet, you'd get these advertisements in the local newspaper of, um, you know, aimed at guys. It's like, spray these pheromones on yourself. Oh, it will drive yeah. the women crazy and all this stuff. Yeah. Because there's some subconscious level of, well, you know, they, and of course there yeah. were there were a lot of men out yeah. there that were trying to meet women, and they would say, "Okay, yeah. well, let me buy yeah. this special yeah. cologne." Uh, and it was it was probably squirrel him. piss. I mean, yeah. you know, well, let's be honest, uh, or you know. it, it's kind of like uh, I think it was Ocean's Thirteen, the movie where they talk about the Gilroy, and they put it on uh, the Matt Damon yeah, character, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and and the yeah. woman is just extremely attractive. Right. Yeah, I know there's a lot of men that saw that and like, where can I get yeah, that? Yeah. I, I want that right now. Yeah. I will pay a lot of money just to be able to have right. that. Right, but I'm sure animals, like I said, they can pick up on the pheromones and actually decipher the different chemicals in there and they sure. decide who they like and who they don't like. Um, I mean, for me personally, it's very rare I can go to somebody's house with a dog where the dog doesn't want to leave with me. You know, it's always been that way. The same way with cats as well. I mean, pets have an unnatural fascination with me where, you know, they prefer me to their owners within like about 30 minutes. But there are also those people who, like you said, you know, with Ruby, who, you know, dogs don't like them, cats don't like them. And I wonder what it is they actually give off that, you know, the, these animals just, I mean, is it just too much, I don't know, secretions from the adrenal gland? Um, is it too much testosterone where it becomes a threat? I mean, I wonder what it is what makes, you know, a duck decide whether it likes you or not. If it's got a choice of two people, okay, I like that person, I don't like that person. Yeah, I I would have to say it, it's kind of that innate part of nature it's instinct yeah that they know who's inherently good and who's inherently bad right uh and something that we as humans haven't for the most part been able to pick up on right so we we have an ability as humans to deceive yeah where animals don't really deceive yeah. as much. They don't put on shows. Mm-hmm. You take a dog, you take a cat, you take a duck, you you take whatever. They present who they are, yeah. and they don't put some kind of deception forward mm-hmm. as far as, I'm going to try to fool you into believing yeah. this fact about me which may or may not be true and then you got to figure it out yeah i mean it obviously you know you have camouflage in animals you you have like the chameleon that can change its color whatever i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the attitude behind animals they they don't exhibit a certain kind of attitude to try to fool you with some kind of psychological foolery yeah. that humans constantly do, especially men when they're trying to meet women. You know, that they'll try to present some kind of version of themselves that doesn't really exist. Now, did it surprise you, owning Ruby, that she was so affectionate? Because, you know, I mean, obviously ducks aren't pack animals, right? They don't hang around, right. like, you know, with birds hang around in flocks. Ducks are not necessarily known 
you know, for hanging around in groups and stuff. And so for her to kind of form that, you know, personal affection with you, was that kind of surprising? Initially, it absolutely was. When when we got her, my intention behind that was, you know, I've, I've never owned a duck. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and buy this duck. And then we obviously were fascinated by the fact that here's this little duckling and we're holding it yeah. and we're feeding it and we're doing all this stuff. And until she got a little bit older, we didn't realize how much they actually, it, they being ducks, actually kind of attach themselves right. to their caretakers. Yeah. And so my wife and I, when we had Ruby, we, we took really good care of her. We made sure, even though we had kids at the time, the kids would go to bed. We would go in, we'd get Ruby out, and we would hold her, and we'd pet her, and and do all that stuff. And it turned into such a great pet yeah. because of what we did right. with that attention that we paid to her. Yeah. Now, um, I think most people have seen that imprinting whereby, you know, if you take ducks when they're like, you know, a few days old or a few weeks old, that they will actually even follow a dog or a cat right. or a puppy. You know, they will attach themselves and they always have this maternal um, following type thing. Uh, but male ducks are pretty much the definition of deadbeat dads. You know, if um, there was a prison for ducks, probably 80% of male ducks would be in prison. Um, because they, yeah, are, they, so. they, they are notorious rapists. And this is one of the things... You know, I was looking up and like reading all these cute duck stories. And obviously I've heard, you know, many times you telling me about owning Ruby and how sweet she was and everything. But, you know, male ducks are, you know, they're one of the 3% of actual birds who have a penis for one. Wow. Which okay. It, uh, one, actually, this is a funny story. One of the other birds which has a penis is the robin redbreast you know, which is popular on Christmas cards, or at least it was in England. Right, sure. And, um, you know, the penis on birds, for the birds that have it, it keeps internal. But then when it comes out, it actually comes to normally a length of longer than the actual animal. So, for instance, we're like a duck. Uh, the penis is a kind of corkscrew-shaped. Okay. And it can actually extend to about 15 or 16 inches. Wow. Which, you know, it's like twice the length so, of the duck so in a lot of cases. So there's a lot of people listening to this but, right now yeah, that is very yeah, jealous. Yeah, yeah. But um, actually how it worked out in terms of evolution, female ducks developed in their apparatus down there a anti... Um, a defense direct, mechanism. Direction to the corkscrew Ooh, thing. Okay. So when they tried to put in, you know, when the duck tried to you know, rate the duck, sorry, the female duck, um, it wouldn't actually go in because as it tried to go in, the the evolution of the female duck, it would actually stop it. And there is a chemical they give off where they can actually choose, regardless whether it's consensual or non-consensual, that they can choose whether to accept that sperm or not. So they can actually wow. reject, and as, so they get raped, they can actually... That their body gives off these chemicals and it will actually it won't 
you know that's amazing yeah and um uh, there was a study in 2012 at the University of Massachusetts. They probably gave them too much money. I mean, I don't know who does a study on this type of thing. Forty uh, percent. Yeah. Of, well, uh, honestly, yeah. I would like to be a uh, you know party of that kind of study. Give, well, give me yeah. a lot of money to study ducks. Well, I mean, like, I wonder that what. Would be nice. Well, I mean, I wonder what kind of prep they give you to go out and do that study. Is it just like here's a notebook? Go out and study some ducks. Well, it, especially if you're you're at yeah. MIT, yeah. you're like, okay, well you can do AI, yeah. you can do yeah. all this. Okay, yeah. so you're at the bottom of the class. You have yeah. to study yeah. ducks. You've got a notepad and a camera phone. I mean right. that, this is what you can do. Go and study ducks having sex. But they said that forty percent of sex between ducks is rape. Wow. Right? And it involves forty 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 percent. Yeah. And it involves Aerial pursuit over miles, mm. um, multiple rapists. So this is—it's like gang rape, basically. Wow! And uh, apparently, there's a lot of male ducks so, who like to just spectate and not take part in the rape. So, so are there gangs of ducks? Yeah, yeah, just it, rapists. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Does some kind of male duck sit there and say, "I'm going to create a gang"? And then we're going to go out there and we're going to rape. We're going to fly, gonna chase them down, guys. rape them. Some of you can just stand there and yeah. watch. Yeah. And, and the whole time we're, we're thinking about Daffy Duck and we're talking about right, Donald yeah. Duck. But in reality, maybe ducks that, that we sit there as, uh, you know, humans walking around and thinking, hey, let's go see the cute little ducks at the park. Right, yeah. They're evil animals, maybe. I, I mean, are they, are they the actual version of the evil animal well, i i remember yeah. in, in in going on this I, i've actually got two points I'm, I'm gonna make one i'm gonna make it real short so because i had a duck if anybody's listening to this you shouldn't give ducks bread actually you shouldn't do it so just don't feed them bread but at the second point, which is a little more comical. Beef jerking? Uh, I, I remember uh, Eddie Izzard, right. the stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. that was talking about uh, Noah's Ark. And, you know, Noah is putting all the animals in the ark, right? And he's like, okay, you know, we got the giraffes, and we got the lions, and we got the tigers, and we got the elephants, and we got all this. And then Noah says, okay, come on, ducks. And the ducks are saying, well, wait, so it's just going to be water? I mean, we can swim on the water. Right. So why do we need to get in the ark? Yeah. So it could it be that this goes back to biblical times yeah. that the ducks are like, hey, you can flood the earth. That's fine. We swim on top of the water. We're, we're going to be right. good. Yeah. And maybe this is a holdover from the, the flood that the ducks inherently might be kind of evil unless you actually kind of take like Ruby yeah. and train him a yeah. certain way. Well, well, that's the same thing. I mean, people always have this very romantic idea about dolphins. I mean, dolphins are the assholes of the marine world. I mean, they, again, they, they rape. They actually are known to torture other marine animals for fun. And you know they so have... Flipper is out there torturing animals. Yeah, and and Ruby Paul, Paul is out there. They will, they will go out torturing they'll... animals. Yeah. Yeah. They, so... they will go out and deliberately like something like a porpoise. They will hit it at maximum force to break its back for no other reason than hey, 
you know and but you know with ducks and I, and I think when we started when we were talking about you know the cartoon representation of ducks we were saying you know why are they showing you know donald duck daffy duck a short-tempered you know a little bit narcissistic you know actually when it comes to male ducks i mean they are pretty much not not of good character now the female ducks completely different matter and this is probably why ruby was such a good pet but i wonder sure. if you have had and, a male and by the duck, way it would have been very different right and by the way ruby was obviously a female duck she yeah. she laid eggs all the time now did you and eat it, the eggs no i never did and i regret that uh, but she did lay eggs all the time but yeah. that's an excellent point yeah because maybe if we would have had a male duck yeah it would have been different right well no eggs for a start well, yeah, for a start. But then you almost wonder, could it be that you look at the fact of the Daffy Duck, the Donald Duck, whatever, and there's Scrooge McDuck, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and Scrooge McDuck had all this that the male ducks were the ones that were in so much control, but the female ducks were actually the example of what we should be. Well, you look at um, Daisy Duck, right? She's a, a very kind of airheaded type, you know, right, character but, along with Minnie but, Mouse. But, I mean, but before we get into Daisy Duck, if, if I remember correctly, Daisy Duck was not actually Donald Duck's first uh girlfriend no whatever it, was, it right? was donna duck donna, donna duck yeah donna duck again another dd um I don't, I don't know quite what happened with the relationship but i was looking up and the cartoons it shifted very very quickly because donald duck appeared in a cartoon and it wasn't with mickey mouse i can't remember the original cartoon he appeared in um but you know when he appeared in more cartoons he had this girlfriend called donna duck and then okay. something happened across one or two episodes. I don't know if she cheated or what happened. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, Daisy Duck came along. And she's, uh, again, like Airhead is probably a generous description of Fair how enough. she acts. I mean, she's like the Paris Hilton of, you know, animals. But so is Minnie Mouse. Um, you know, and the two of them, you know, Minnie Mouse and... Uh, you know, Daisy, you know, they have the Minnie's Boutique and all this where they have a whole right. range of like six hair bows or something. Um, but I think they're just really living off Mickey's money, if we're honest. Oh, well, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and totally get that. So, uh, well, based off this, uh, we appreciate you joining us for Rest this in peace, episode. Ruby. Yeah joining us for this episode of the wolf and the shepherd and uh honestly in all the jests that we've talked about uh, i did have a pet duck named ruby and my kids loved that duck and i remember getting that duck and raising that duck and that duck was such a great pet uh, ate lots of bugs in the backyard always was nice to everybody except for that one kid like we talked about earlier but uh seriously a great animal a great pet so 
next time you are texting somebody and you're using an expletive and then it gets corrected to ducking or duck or whatever, yeah, you could think about the fact that it could be the verb for ducking under something or it could be the noun of the animal. So hopefully we can we can look at the fact that yeah, there are good ducks out there and there's bad ducks out there. But sometimes you just don't give a duck. I'm ducking dumb with this. <laughs>